0: Welcome to TLDR. I'm your host, Hunter Guth, certified financial wizard.
1: And your co host, Jake Webster, professional helper and real estate guru.
0: We talk with business owners, entrepreneurs on how to grow, lead, and triumph in all areas of life. And of course, how to take that business of yours and make it outstanding. are coming to you from anchorage alaska and we just wanted to give a quick shout out to our amazing recording space this beautiful studio is here at first right financial so if you are uh, interested in recording your own podcast videos anything like that um, check them out Um, an amazing company and if you want to hear from them we have one of the co-owners on episode three um, so check that episode out and um, you know check out what this amazing company is doing
1: just before we it's gonna bug me the whole time is your beard sponsored (laughs) <laughs> not yet this it's is awesome. i wish we were videotaping it now that i think about it because that thing's epic
2: well thank you I appreciate. you need to
1: it. go follow him on facebook or instagram
2: <sighs> it takes a little bit of work in the morning so you start growing a beard because you're like oh I'll save so much time i don't have to shave and then you grow a beard and you're like oh shit it takes a lot of time to like not leave the house looking like a homeless person now so you have to
1: but the, there's <laughs> yeah. a trade-off i see because short hair mm-hmm. big beard
2: sure yeah so does it the take about I the lose same time and it gets thinner here the bigger and thicker <laughs> I, I don't see a here. receding it
1: just looks like you're being efficient to me <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah no
0: all right so we are here with dan newman on i don't even know what freaking episode this is like six five something like that i think it's five five there yeah. we go and um you're with alaska Premier auctions i am thank, thank right. you
2: very much for having me oh my
0: pleasure yeah, I always like talking to you, so you know just if I get to hear you talk for a long time, <laughs> it's even better.
2: <laughs> Whether or not I have something worthwhile or important to say, that's the question. Usually the answer is no. Uh, I feel like I haven't I've never been disappointed. Okay. Usually yeah. All right. Well then the bar has been set. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> <The bar.
2: laughs>
0: yeah. All right, think,
2: Dan, I- tell us tell us your story. Uh let's see. In, in terms of, of the the business and the career path um, I'm a born and raised Anchorage Alaskan um, I am 34 years old I'll be 35 in October and I'm a graduate of Robert Service High School from the class of 2005 so um, actually more importantly i consider myself a graduate of the king career center i know if you're familiar which is now actually king tech high school they are Mm full-blown high school now but when i attended it was uh it was a half program or half day program so i did radio tv production there which uh i found quite enjoyable and actually afforded me the opportunity to do an internship at uh the nbc station here in town and uh when I graduated, I didn't screw it up enough. So they <laughs> hired me on full time. And so I did operations and engineering for about four and a half years, everything in terms of uh, audio, video play out, master control, camera operator, live band. Um, and then after roughly four and a half years, I got to the point where I realized I'd reached where I was going to get there. And um, my Wife now, who at the time was a news producer, who I was slowly but surely reeling in, mm. and it only took about a decade. Now, <laughs> uh, just bring her gummy candies in between each newscast. I'm wooing her with that long play. Sour, it's, yeah, exactly. yeah, strategic. Yeah, yeah it worked. I,
0: that means yeah. the
2: longer it takes to get her, the more worthwhile. And mm. po- yeah. the longer she's gonna be with you, so right? Like, perfect. Yeah, <laughs> she's stuck <right> now. <laughs> yeah, we, I mean, we've known each other oh eight oh nine, but yeah, we got married in 2016. Uh, We got three kiddos, and yeah, it's, it's a good life. I'm not complaining. But anyways... At the time, she was a news producer. I was in operations. She's like, hey, uh, you know a lot of people, and you talk a lot, and you like doing sales because at the time, um, I was, during high school, like living at the mall, doing retail sales between lids and sunglass HUD and then selling cell phones out of Costco, and so sales is in my blood. (laughs) Hmm. I like to talk to people and, you know, help them find solutions to whatever it is that they're looking for, and uh, so I – is made aware that there was a position that opened up in the uh, sales department at the NBC station. And, uh, I took off my operations hat and put on my sales hat, put on a suit and tie and said, give me a shot. And, uh, they did. And so that started my advertising media sales career, which I did for a little over eight and a half years, Mm. commission only advertising media. So I was selling air advertising commercials, 32nd spots, online ads, you name it. So, um, all in all, a little over 12 and a half years with the news station. Got to the point in my career where I realized I was never going to own the TV station and uh, <laughs> kind of figured, you know. I felt like I was a, a bit of a closet entrepreneur just waiting to break out. I would go to these different, um, I don't know if you've ever heard of One Million Cups. Mm-hmm. So we attended those events for people that aren't aware. Um, One Million Cups is a, an organization or a program put on by an organization called the Kaufman Foundation where um, every Wednesday at, I believe, 9 a.m., a group of entrepreneurs or business professionals will get together and they get to pitch their idea, whether it's a new idea or a startup. or just gives you the opportunity to have like an informal shark tank without the pressure. (laughs) So you just go there, (laughs) pitch your idea, and then you get feedback from your community people. Maybe you get an investment, maybe you get a business partner, maybe you just get to refine your pitch. And so I've been attending those and just kind of thinking, like, man, I'd love to do something for myself. And so um, as Hunter's aware, uh, I was – Uh, Heavily involved with the Anchorage Chamber of Commerce, still am. Um, But yeah, that got me the opportunity to do more emceeing of events. And then, like the Rotary Club that I'm a part of, got to do auctions for fun. And and then I started to realize, you know, people can get paid to talk. And (laughs) I wasn't at the point in my life where I wanted to be a motivational speaker or a life coach. So I'm a sales guy and I like doing auctions. Let's look into that, right? So I started doing research, figure out that there's actually auction schools. And people can go and get trained and certified professionally. Um, And so I went to the Missouri Auction School, which um, is at least touts itself as the Harvard of auction schools. I'm like, yeah, I can use that. That's a good marketing shtick. Mm. Um, Alaska's not a licensed state. So um, not that I needed to do that, but I wanted to set myself apart from, you know, Joe Blow selling stuff on stage or out of his, you know, mom's basement you know the, the the certifications the licensing the credentials license bonding insurance all that good stuff uh, as well as learning about the new age technology aspect of of auctions and and, and the industry i mean since what was it, like 92 94 whenever ebay came around that mm-hmm. really is what launched it off and it's been growing exponentially since there into the trillion of dollars industry whether it's personal property <coughs> excuse me automobiles, real estate, heavy equipment, agriculture, you name it. Hmm. The the methodology of auction sales and marketing, if done correctly, to me is the most authentic and genuine and profitable way of selling whatever it is you're selling because if you're the auctioneer, your job is to get as many eyeballs on whatever it is that you're selling and make it fun and engaging and interesting and worthwhile for them to bid on it and then help your sellers get top dollar with as much ease and convenience and simplicity in the process as you can, so that they don't have to lift a finger and you do all the work for them. And then you cut them a check Mm -hmm. and then you get your cut and you get new customers and you get new sellers and buyers and just win from there. So um, that was January of 2018. When I went to the Missouri auction school in July is when I went full time with Alaska premier auctions and appraisals Uh, about a month or so after that, uh, my business partner came on board and Uh, Between the two of us, we've grown the company into what it is now, where we're employing, I think we're at 16, 17 full-time Alaskans um, every every week. Uh, We're working on what I call the five Ds. So we handle death, divorce, downsizing, departing from the state, and developing fundraising strategies. Those Mm -hmm. are all scenarios where people, organizations, if they don't have the time, the desire, the expertise, you know, manpower, skill set, whatever, to to sell stuff themselves or raise money themselves, they hire us and uh, we take care of it for them. They don't have to worry about the hassle and headache of, you know, Facebook or Craigslist or let go and what it means, you know, in terms of that becoming a full-time job, posting stuff and wasting time with people, you know, looky-loo or you know, no call, no shows. Um, They don't have to deal with a garage sale um, where, you know, you spend all this time tagging and putting out your inventory just to sit around all weekend waiting for people to come and nickel and dime you for pennies on the dollar. Uh, And uh, for our nonprofit clients, um, there's a lot of nonprofits that do really good work at the service or the mission that they're meant to do, but maybe they need a little bit of help with the financial, you know, fundraising side of things. And so we can come in with different ideas on how to put together fundraising Opportunities and, and auctions for them to uh, to make it worth their while.
1: So you're not not just the owner operator You're actually the auctioneer.
2: Correct. I yeah. had
1: no idea. Yeah that I've been wanting to come check this place out, but now Did I've I've <laughs> gone to auctions before like livestock auctions yeah. just to hear So yeah, auctioneer. You, that's
2: funny you say that cuz like you tell ten different people you're an auctioneer You get ten different ideas of what they think that means. Yeah, so for me I'm more of a a benefit auctioneer, more for, like, the nonprofit charity fundraising. Like, I'll put on a tuxedo and go on stage in front of, you know, 500, 1,000 people and help them raise money towards whatever mission or cause that the nonprofit's going to be raising funds for. Mm -hmm. So, uh, through the National Auctioneers Association, I earned a designation that specifically has me more qualified towards that. But that's the nonprofit side of the company for the for-profit side of the company. We also do land sale auctions. We do business liquidations. We do, um, whatever general consignment auctions. And so that's when the, the more fun rapid pace style of auctioneering comes out. And, uh, and that's where, you know the chant, the auctioneer's chant. Yeah, yeah. Play, <laughs> and everybody, <laughs> every auctioneer's chant is different, and it's very unique. It's yeah, it's completely unique to them and, and their style or their region even. So, like, I for the very first time ever this past, um, not yeah, last month I went down to Minneapolis to attend the National Auctioneer Associations Conference and Show and participated in the. Uh, international auctioneers championship bid calling contest and that was oh, an wow. interesting fun new cool experience um and and now i'm looking for other different opportunities to go and compete and challenge and you know like iron Shark you gotta have higher. fun yeah. while you're doing what you're yeah, doing exactly. yeah
1: <laughs> that so you went to the harvard of auctioneer schools, schools. sure yeah. so that was some, i mean it's not something you had to do you no. chose to do that correct because you wanted to set a tone of excellence yep so, can you talk a little bit about how that mindset is is applied in how you run your business, how you deal with your employees, yeah. clients, all that?
2: Yeah. So, um, I'm a big goals guy, whether it's written down or not. Like you should have, you know, a set of daily, weekly, monthly, yearly, whatever goals, and then when you set and break that goal, then you set a new one. Like, there, ever since I was young, I was working multiple jobs and just trying to build something out of nothing. Um, My, excuse me, my story is, you know, my mom came to America in her early 30s with nothing to her name, and she had, my sister and I, and raised us by herself as best as she could, which she did a tremendous job in doing, and, uh, you know, we didn't have all the nice, you know, frilly things that a lot of people did, but she afforded us a phenomenal opportunity to, you know, build something for ourselves, and so... The one little cool thing that I like to share with folks is, my mom's last name is Barredo, which nobody in America can pronounce because <laughs> I'm not going to try. You very know. few Rollers. people can roll their. I was like challenge
1: accepted, and I'm like, it's going to be recorded. Barredo,
2: yeah, you got to get that. So. For my sister and I, um, since our biological father was never in the picture, she made up our last name. My last name, Newman, is something she plucked out of thin air. Oh, so I'm the first wow. new man with my bloodline in America. Wow. I got to set the stage. That set, you know, is so awesome. Anything after that, I, you know, so that's that's what it motivates and inspires me to do, you know, leave something worthwhile, call it a legacy, call it whatever. But I want to be able to lay the foundation for my children and their children and whoever comes after them to know that if you work hard, if you take care of people, if you are a worthwhile contributing member of your community and take care of them, in the long run, it'll take care of you. And so when I founded the company, it was, you know, setting goals. It was trying something new, taking risks, but also going into a service industry. The auctioneer is the person, is, is basically a sales broker. You're helping your customers, which, or your clients, whatever you call them, the, the, the sellers, liquidate their assets and helping your buyers find interesting, weird, cool, fun things that they otherwise wouldn't come across because it's not a regular, you know, walk to Costco retail scenario situation. Mm-hmm. We
0: have to take a break right there. What's the most interesting or coolest thing that you've come across that
2: you've had to sell? We've sold some Everybody asks that (laughs) It depends on what you consider interesting or cool I mean, we've sold really cool cars We've sold really cool guns We've sold human skulls We've sold Oh my gosh We've sold land I mean What's the the one thing that comes to mind when you're like, what the heck? Usually the human skull Yeah, yeah yeah. (laughs) (laughs) For anybody listening, it was a medical specimen That was hundreds of years old Well, you know Fossilized or had patina on it, so it wasn't. Part it's of all of legal. APD, <laughs> Anchorage Police Department did show up to make sure it was not part of any. Really, cases. okay. Yeah, it just it came out of an estate <laughs> out in the valley. This guy had acquired it from um, I don't know some weird collector shop in California, and yeah, we sold it. Wow, <laughs> well, yeah. that's, came its all its paperwork. That's all that matters. Yeah, I feel
1: like that would that would be really entertaining just to see the stuff that comes through. It,
2: it is every day is a treasure hunt. It is, uh, it's like going garage selling without having to wake up at 5 in the morning. Mm-hmm. And, and for us, we're 99% an online auction house. So I like to say, like, we're the local Alaskan eBay. And so people download our app or visit our website, and we're posting new auctions every single week. You never know what you're going to find until you start scrolling through the catalog. It's kind of addicting. I've done it. It, it does. Mm-hmm. It, 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 in essence, the way I describe it, it, it gamifies the buying process. Yeah. And, and is as close to, you know, legally paying to buy to win things that you can do in Alaska <laughs> That's I, just like we don't have gambling here right so it's not it's not gambling in any way shape or form it's just you get to name your price yeah. based off of what you think it's worth and you get to compete against and other people and there's competition the that's mindset. right yeah
1: that's yeah. to to be fully transparent I remember meeting you early on in my real estate career and downloading the app and then I quickly realized <laughs> I needed to delete that app <laughs> before,
2: you know I, I thank you I appreciate that yeah. but you can always re-download anytime absolutely, absolutely I just <laughs> knew that it,
1: where <laughs> I was at financially it wasn't gonna do me any justice because it was a lot of fun. It is and there's a lot of cool stuff. I, yeah.
2: I, I agree. I have a, a really good team um and, and they're very dedicated to taking quality pictures, writing good descriptions and, and you know, giving this inventory an opportunity for, you know, a new life and, and a happy home in, in the next buyer's hand. And so we, we pride ourselves on, you know, making it cool and fun and streamlined and engaging.
1: Yeah. That I remember I think it was the B and I the BNI group—I don't know if you were there, uh, Hunter—but you did a walkthrough of the auction house and the the process of what what happens to oh, for a were client. Oh, my 10-minute t- presentation? Yeah, okay. yeah.
2: So for people that are not familiar with BNI, it's a business networking referral group. Um, every chapter has one person per business classification, and the sole purpose is to pass referrals between members. And so every week, one member gets to give a 10-minute presentation to go more in depth about what they're what it is that they do, yeah. and so you must have came during my week. Yeah, yeah,
1: and it was like a very, advances. I mean, can you talk about that process? Like, that that was something, is that something that you came up with on your own? Because it's efficient, it's clean, it's easy, you have people in the right places, yeah. it seems like. Um,
2: a lot of trial and error.
1: Okay. <laughs> I'm not <laughs>
2: saying we came up with the process. I came up, we came up with how we do it, mm-hmm. um, but that's kind of the beauty of, of our industry is that there's no two – ways to do it the same that are right or wrong. It's just what works for you, right? Mm-hmm. So um, there might be, you know, some auction houses that are only online. There might be some that are only in person. There might be some that are hybrid. For us, we found that um, when we have a team that is working on catalog and inventory for solely online bidding, it's a we can basically you know turn our facility into a factory of just churning and burning through inventory as soon as we can get it in and cataloged and listed and marketed and sold and That was up the other
1: thing the sheer just, volume yeah. and the inventory you guys exactly. had yeah. and how fast you were moving through it. Yeah. It
2: wasn't stockpiling. It's and never and, fast enough. Like right yeah. now we're still probably about a month out from you know feeling caught up the, the the busy summer moving season like whenever there's no snow on the ground everybody and their mother wants to you know sling their stuff so we need to we need to you know catch up on that backlog um but yeah it's just wash rinse repeat every single day just sell 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 yeah yep. that's cool you don't have like this
0: you know, giant yard that's full of rusting equipment. No, no,
2: we, our, our, so we're currently in a little fifty seven hundred square foot facility, and uh, the goal is, within the next eighteen to twenty four months, to continue doing a good job, save up enough money to put ten to twenty five percent down on our own, you know, twenty to thirty thousand square foot facility with you know an acre or two of land, so that we can have way more room for the people and the stuff and the things and not play Tetris every single day with everything. (laughs) (laughs) It's good. You
0: got really good at organizing.
2: Oh, absolutely. Yeah. No, you have to be because yeah, you you can't afford to lose people's stuff or or misplace it. And if you do, you got to pay for it. So, right.
0: Yeah.
1: What, um, like culturally at Alaska auction, premier auctions. Yeah. So what's the, what's the culture
2: when, when I founded the company, um, I felt like, there was a niche that needed to be filled in that um, there was some levels of customer service that may or may not have been lacking with some uh, other people in the industry. And if I could bring the relational aspect of my sales background and what I did for my clients and helping them with their advertising, and translate that into their estate needs or their business needs then <clears throat> excuse me i would be able to help them out so um, i put together you know i sat down and did the whole mission vision and value statement and i'm reading it in front of me right now so that people at home don't think that i'm just remembering everything but <laughs> the mission is to bring energy enthusiasm and a memorable experience the art of making money the vision is to be the top fundraising and auction sales expert in our community and then our core values are to be energetic modern, helpful, honest, determined, ambitious, and relational. And if you want, I can go into detail about each one of those, but that just kind of gives you the pillars that we hold ourselves accountable against on a day-to-day or week-to-week or year-to-year basis. No, I think you should go. Let's go in-depth. Go on, take one. Well, uh, basically one little sentence for each. So energetic is basically energetic events are memorable, engaging, successful, and fun. So we bring energy to every event. And to get the best results for our clients, that's how we feel we have to bring it to and present it to them. We're modern, so we have a mindset of creative thinking, embracing change, leveraging technology, and our attitude is modern across the board. So mm-hmm. if you're not learning and growing and evolving and adapting, then you're you're dying. Uh, I forget where the cliche, not cliche, where the saying came, where um, you're never standing still. You're never not moving. You're either going forward or you're going back. Mm-hmm. The choice is yours. Mm-hmm. So... Don't be stagnant. Be modern, forward-thinking. Being helpful. When we help others realize their dreams, that in turn will help us reach ours. We have an attitude of service above self in all that we do. And that service above self mentality comes from my engagement in Rotary and uh, the service organization that is an international organization that helps a myriad of different projects. Being honest is a huge thing. I mean, we're walking into people's estates. We're handling millions of dollars worth of assets every year. And if you're not an honest person, you don't make it long in this business. Hmm. Uh, So honesty is a core value of our team. You know, we're entrusted with people's memories, belongings, and money, and we must honor and respect that trust um, to be determined. In the end, we are problem solvers. So when you're determined to reach the goal, no matter the obstacles, uh, real or perceived, then you go a lot farther in the game. When you're ambitious, uh, you know, we think big, we dream big, and we go big. You know, I've said it before, go big or go home. Uh, our ob- our objective is to bring the greatest value for every uh, client's auction or event. And then relational, um, this is a relationship industry. You know, our relationships are the foundation of why we do what we do in uh, looking to help people. And so, you know, everywhere you go, you're planting seeds, you're taking care of, you know, you have that farmer's mentality. You. you water and nurture and cultivate and then you reap what you sow in the long run it's not a get rich quick scheme overnight you know the plan fully is to get rich don't get me wrong but it's because (laughs) we've done you know we've 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 been consistent and we've we've repeatedly done a good job for other people and therefore it's you know we reap what we sow
0: you know as a member of bni if anybody you know to represent the Master Connector. In my mind, it's always Dan Newman. He knows everybody in this <laughs> gosh dang city. It's
1: it's constantly, yeah, popping up on social media. It, but yeah. see,
2: thank you, but I feel like this town, this city, this state is like one degree of separation. Like it, you oh, know it is, know 100%. Somebody, right? Yeah. And, and so a lot of times your reputation is all you got. And you can do 10 amazing things and one bad thing, and that one bad thing is all people yeah. remember. So you always have to be constantly just, you know, remember that. And so... If if you keep that service above self mindset, and if you help people out and you take care of folks, they'll remember you for that, and then they'll want to share that with other people. Because who wouldn't want to just be like, hey, this is my buddy. You know, he's helped me with X, Y, and Z. Why don't you talk to him about your, you know, ABC problem kind of thing? So, so I think in, in that aspect, that. And I was born and raised here, so after a while, you just tend to just run into people. And
0: mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> yeah, I just I, my goal was to be the network king, and uh, in networking, and and I've I've just you know strived to just. Meet new folks and take care of them whenever I can. I'm running I, out of paper <laughs> <laughs> to write all these taglines. I oh love man, that, I'm full of little shticks and spiel's <laughs> and mottos, and yeah. I think I think you've achieved network king. I think. Thank you. I don't think so. Don't I think, think so. I I still, there's, there's It's more, a never-ending goal. There's always more. There's right? always more people to meet. There's always somebody to help out. There's always yeah. some new some new benchmark or goal to break.
0: You can't really know 300,000 people, so.
2: Mm, not well. <laughs> not well. <laughs> yeah, not well. Not under. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so
1: wait. So going back, the the you said it. It's not a quick get yeah. rich quick yeah, scheme. Yeah, exactly. So I'm trying to I'm trying to think of of what I'm getting at in there because there's that's gold that there, when you're growing mm-hmm. as as a small business as an entrepreneur mm-hmm. um, if you're self employed it could be real easy from a place of pain. Just mm-hmm. I need to pay my bills to start making choices that don't align with what you say you're going to do so how did you stay accountable because it's easy as a as a business owner to not be accountable yeah you don't have you're not going to be accountable to your employees you know
2: the second you start cutting corners and start trying to take the easy route out like you're just lying to yourself Hmm. and if you can lie to yourself you can lie to anybody else and then nobody wants to associate with you nobody wants to be associated with a liar So you got to be honest with yourself. You got to, you have to really make a commitment. You have to make an honest choice. Like for me, you know, when I left my, my, uh, advertising media sales career, um, you know, I was fortunate where I had some savings where I could, you know, work off of that for a while until I started paying myself. So those are some things that you have to think of. But Mm -hmm. I have a higher risk tolerance than most people, you know. I'm not the planner. I'm not the guy that sits down and writes a business plan. Mm. Um, I'm a jump off a cliff and learn how to build a plane on the way down kind of guy. We probably need
1: to hang out more because I'm (laughs) – analysis paralysis gets me.
2: Well, you know – and that's a thing. But sometimes you just got to Nike it and just do it. i have already yeah. writing that right Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, like, that's, like, straight up. You just, sometimes, what, what, I don't know if it was Will Smith or somebody's like, fail, fail fast, and then get over it, learn from it, and just yep. don't fail again in that same capacity. Fail a different way that you might, you know, learn something from. But pick yourself up, you know, and, and learn from that and just keep moving on so that you can figure out how to do it better the next time, you know. We all get, whether you like it or not, you know, kicked in the junk sometimes, and the people that keep getting back up and figuring out how to not get kicked as hard the next time are the people that I feel like are successful. So, so
1: what do you do to do that practically? Like for you, how do you when you're in one of those days, especially I, in the beginning?
2: Yeah. No, I. So me, I'm all about surrounding myself with people smarter than myself. If I'm the smartest guy in the room, I'm in the wrong room. I have to have you know, resources and connections and, and, and individuals that can help motivate and inspire and point me in the right direction or, or I can learn from, I'm the guy that didn't go to college. You know, I don't have a formal four-year degree. I call it the school of hard knocks or streets or whatever, like not the streets, <laughs> <laughs> Anchorage suburbs. D- Street. Anchorage yeah. Hoffman yeah. <laughs> <laughs> goes hard. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, so, uh, but I'm all about like, you know, figuring out what your strengths and weaknesses are and then if you're going to be in a leadership role, like my mindset is I'm the bus driver. I got to get the right people on the bus in the right seat based off of their strengths and weaknesses, <clears throat> and then hopefully drive that bus in the right direction. And so, you know, if you're having a bad day, if you're, if you're not feeling the best, or if you had a, a deal, not work out the way you wanted to, yeah, you're, you know, you're going to not feel great about it. But if you have those people, your support team that can help, you know, pick you back up and motivate you and inspire you to keep on going and make it worthwhile, like, that's, that's what has helped me. That and, you know, I've got a wife and three kids that I have to support, so there there is no plan B. You've got to make plan A work. <laughs> and that's, I guess, another thing to consider is if you're going to go off and be an entrepreneur and do your own thing, you can't have a safety net because if you have a safety net, you're not going to give it your all. You have to get real, like, bootstrap, and and, and, and if, if, if you've got an exit plan before you even get it off the ground, then you're not going to get it off the ground. Mm-hmm. So you got to be kind to cut the parachute. Yeah, exactly. Or maybe not cut the parachute, but, uh, I don't know. Cut the parachute <laughs> what, what might be a bad enough. Yeah. <laughs> free falling. Yeah. I don't know. But It yeah.
1: feels <laughs> like you, it low sometimes, you know, like they, I don't know different industries, but it's, it can be overwhelming mm-hmm. and, and feeling that's, that's been a struggle for myself. When you have a dedication to integrity and being authentic, honest, um, but yet, you're still, you still have to make money, you still have to keep going, yeah. you still have to... You gotta pay the bills, feed pay the kids, the bills, send them to So school. you get those moments of, man, it would be easy to cut a corner right now, or... Yeah. And it, yeah. it doesn't pay off in the long run. Uh, absolutely not. It's a marathon, not a sprint. Yep. Yep. And I think that you're, I mean, even when I moved up here, I had met you, so within the last three years. Mm-hmm. And I think you were still, it was before you had moved to the new building. Okay. So I've seen some growth. Yeah. And there's, a been, a, there's been a ton of consistency in you and what you're doing and how you're networking and where you're at.
2: Thank you. I, I try. Um, you know, whether it's BNI or Chamber or Rotary or, you know, opportunities like this where I can connect with, you know, large volumes of individuals and share our story and help inspire or, you know, give somebody an opportunity, give them a job, give them something worthwhile. You know, yeah, that's that's helping people, taking care mm-hmm. of folks. Yeah. I love that.
0: Yeah you know three years 16 employees it's not, it's not bad
2: uh, I mean I don't know watch your back Jay <laughs> I'm coming for you <laughs>
0: no it's, it's impressive it really is
2: thank you yeah
0: that's you know that's why I, it's why I wanted you on here I, I noticed the growth the everything I was like he's got to come on thank you
2: I I, I mean it I can't take all the credit and I won't because I have been very fortunate to have a, a really good team that we've have built and grown. And, and so, um, a lot of, a lot of the credit is due to them and their hard work. And, and I appreciate and value each and every one of the folks that has helped supported, and promoted and cheerleaded for us along the way. And so, mm. um, you know, the saying is it takes a village and it's true. It really, like you need a lot of people to, to help, you know, be successful. And so, um, what was the other saying? If, if you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go, go. Team yeah, together. build a team. Build a yeah, team. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. If you
1: want to go fast, yeah, go alone. Yeah. I love that. And yeah. that's it. That's, it's a, a mindset shift for me. Cause I, I, in real estate, they're like six figures, your first year, like, okay,
0: they, well, they sold you the job. That's what they did. It's a,
1: <laughs> well, it's really hard to do six figures and give a high level of service your first year to know, I mean, I'm not saying it's, it's been done, but for me, I felt like the things that I had to sacrifice to do that weren't worth it. Gotcha. They, they were, I would have had to be a counterfeit person and it Mm -hmm. sounds like that, that dedication, like you're encouraging me to continue seeing where you're at and where you're going.
2: Absolutely. That's awesome. 100%. I mean, and ultimately like, you know, the six figures or, or whatever that financial goal for you is to me, it's just a number for me. What motivates me, and and you know, obviously, I want to make you know six, seven, eight figures. Yeah, it's far bigger than that now. Yeah, one (laughs) hundred percent. But but more importantly, it's it's what that affords me. Hundred percent. And so, if you talk to somebody like Hunter, it's you know, it's the ability to have the freedom to be financially comfortable, so that you can do what you want, when you want, for as long as you want, with who you want. And know that when you come back, it all hasn't hit the fan and gone to crap. Mm -hmm. So that's what I feel like that level of financial freedom will afford you. And so, you know, you you meet smart guys like him, and they help you invest your money and help you make smart choices. And it it carries you, you know, that much farther. And then you can, you know, chill on a beach at 40. Mm -hmm,
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
2: As much as, and still work. And still work. Because I'll never <laughs> stop working. I'll be work from the beach. Yeah. I was yeah. Just saying, knowing you, you'll be on your computer. All I your will. Phone. I'll, yeah. I'll, just, I'll be a professional volunteer and work through Rotary or something. I don't know. <laughs> it never ends. It but never it's, ends. it's fun. I mean, that's the thing is if you can, if you can, if you can make it feel, you know, like it's part of who you are, then you're not really working. You're just, you know, being yourself and you're going out there and you're, you're grinding you're, you're taking care of folks and you're helping out and you're getting compensated accordingly.
1: Mm. That's a big thing too, because that that point of pain coming back from finances, being a good steward, knowing how to to steward your finances, bringing in professionals to yep. help you do that.
2: Yeah, people smarter than yourself.
1: Yeah, yeah, I like that. Mm-hmm. That's good.
0: Let's jump to the question. Let's do it. You, you take it away, Hunter. What,
2: what question are we looking at?
0: You got it this time. I like, okay, I like the way you present it. So it's
1: so it's the good, bad, and the ugly. We're gonna have a. <laughs> But uh, what, what's something I always like to go, what's a failure? What's, what's something that's ugly, that happened, that taught you a lot? Because I think culturally we, we focus on the, the arrival, the destination, all of the pretty stuff, and it can be really discouraging when you're in it. You're like, nobody else struggled with this or nobody else. So it could be mindset. It could be something practical. It could be something
2: cultural. Something that's, you know, been a struggle that I feel like a lot of people maybe deal with in in being an entrepreneur or a new business owner is, is, um, (coughs) excuse me, is, uh, learning how to effectively manage, motivate, inspire other people to buy into your vision and, and, and employing people and, and helping them reach their goals or figuring out what motivates them to then help you reach yours has been a challenge and it's something you have to work on every day and every single person is different. There Mm -hmm. is no secret sauce. Um, and so, you know, learning how to put on that HR hat one day and then that, you know, supportive, you know, motivator the next day and that cheerleader the following day. So just, yeah, managing people is, is, is not easy. Um, But it's, it's a challenge that I've embraced and it's something that I work on and it's something that I try and do my best at and, you know, how to, how to keep getting better at that is something that I'm working on every day.
0: Mm. Thank you. Yeah. That's a tough one. A lot of people hate their managers and their bosses, but there's a reason why they get paid so well. Yeah. (laughs) It's a tough
2: job. You get somebody like me, like, I feel like I'm a pretty decent salesman person, and and sometimes you get a salesperson that's like, oh, I'm just going to do my own thing, and I'll get a hold of the people who do it as well. But it's, you'll find out very quickly you can be a great salesperson, but a really crappy manager, you know. And so, learning how to uh, exercise and work out and strengthen that that s- uh, skill set is is something that I've found to be an interesting challenge. How you? I wouldn't about call it? it ugly. I mean, there's been ugly days, I'm sure, and it doesn't I'm have sure to I'm be ugly. Friend, yeah, but it's it's definitely something that is is not like you know, there's no, there's no set path. There's no one solution. It's just you work in taking each individual scenario and each individual person as they come.
1: Yeah. It sounds like you've failed in how you've led. You've recognized that Mm -hmm. and you've, you've focused on the progress over the perfection yeah absolutely yeah
2: yeah i'm not a perfect person in any way shape or form ask my wife and kids <laughs> <Maybe> <laughs> and we'll yet they still love me comment below i think yeah.
0: a big part of it too is probably you just build relationships with your employees and yeah you have to learn them yeah exactly what what yeah you
1: have relationships with your employees do you hang out with your employees
2: uh to a point with some more than others and and like Perfect example, last Friday I did a, a company team building thing where we all went to Alaska Axe Co. And we threw axes for fun and played games and had, you know, pizza and beverages. And, and just sometimes you <laughs> should remember, like, it's not all about the work. It's not all about the grind. Sometimes it's about just, you know, building but, credibility. But then
1: they won't respect card. you. If what? If you're friends with them. If you're, if you're nice to them, you mm-hmm. know, you, they have to fear you.
2: Uh, I disagree with that, but <laughs> I do too. I, yeah, oh, I, as, as, as I believe you do as well. Playing devil's I, advocate I, here. Yeah, I, I don't think people need to fear you. I think they need to respect you. I think they need to know that, you know, um, that you are somebody worth following and that yeah. you have their best interest in mind. I don't think it needs to come from a place of fear. I like to come from a place of just like open, honest, ethical, transparent communication. Um, I tell every new hire, like I cannot read your mind. Don't ever think that I can. If you have an issue, I have an open door. Come talk to me. Like, let's have a conversation. If not, you don't want to sit there, build up resentment or make assumptions or think this or that about one particular way. When it's just like, let's just have an open dialogue and, and just, you know, put it, air, air your cards on the table. That that balance has got to be. Yeah. It's interesting. Yeah. It's a fun dynamic. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah.
1: It's worth pre- it's wor- worth pressing into. Agreed. Agreed.
2: Yeah, I'm sure that could be its own topic for yeah. mm-hmm. an hour mm-hmm. episode mm-hmm. all on its own.
1: We
0: run, out, we run into this all the time. It's like people don't know how to communicate very well with each other. Yeah. For some reason. Yeah. <laughs> it's, no, <laughs> it's, it's totally. There's,
1: oh, yeah, I'm going to get new agey if I start. I think there's a lot of need for growth in emotional intelligence in the business world. Agreed. And I I think it's catching on. I think we're probably behind the curve here in Alaska. But knowing how to communicate, knowing how to to speak, communicate, knowing how I'm communicating, where I'm coming from, all of that. Because I think there's a lot of stuff that comes...
2: Yeah. Out. <laughs> I, I mean, I've even gone to the point where I like I've taken courses like there's uh, through the National Auction Association. I took a course for interpersonal interpersonal communication for auction professionals course, mm-hmm. you know, how to how to speak to clients, how to speak to employees, how to look through, you know, different pitfalls or, or peaks and valleys that you might, you know. You know, body language little things like that um yeah just the art of communicating with people and if your job is to get paid to talk as an auctioneer <laughs> <that> <laughs> you should hopefully be able to communicate effectively you'd hope you'd help. you'd help. <laughs> so yeah
1: that's that yeah if you're not growing you're dying mm-hmm. you got to be dedicated to that that and that's i feel like that's another pitfall you you get to this place where people see you as successful and then there's also this oh i have to have it all figured out <laughs> And I can't be flawed. I can't I can't <laughs> have weaknesses. Uh, I
2: know I have I know I have lots of weaknesses. But I that. think
1: that's a strength. Uh, I think the humility okay. and the awareness get, gives you a lot more strength to lead and grow in a direction that, that people who don't think like that will never get to.
2: I, I can I can appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Thank you.
1: Yeah. I'll I, take it. You don't you don't <laughs> necessarily have to agree, but <laughs> it's, it sounds it sounds good.
0: Yeah. I like it. Right. Perfect. I think we'll end it right there.
2: That's pretty excellent.
1: Yeah. Thank you. How, what, how can we help you? How can our audience help you? Are you guys looking for employees or? Yep.
2: We're always hiring, um, you know, inventory coordinators. um, And, and more importantly, just, you know, if, if you come across, you know, somebody that is in one of the four D's or five D's death, divorce, downsizing, departing from the state or developing fundraising strategies, keep us in mind for the opportunity to help them out. Um, You know, we eat, sleep and breathe auctions and, we think that we do a pretty good job in, in raising a lot of money for a lot of people. And, uh, and so if, if we can be of service in our community, then that's, that's all I'm asking for It's just, if you're a realtor, you know, if you need an estate job, clean out, if you're, you know, a financial person and you know, someone's retired. I have a client that needs assets. you
1: right now. So well, let's do
2: yeah, we're going to, we're going to connect you guys. <laughs> Where do we sign? Yeah. And then you have, you got an app. Yes. yes. Yeah. yeah. I want download, to know more about that. Download app. the app, you know, uh, iTunes or uh, excuse me, the App Store or Google Play. It's Alaska Premier Auctions uh, or our website, alaskapremierauctions.com, And you can register to bid for free. And then um, after that, it'll cost you some money to keep playing.
0: But <laughs> the cool thing is if you're in Alaska, you don't have to wait for shipping. You just go down to right, the warehouse yeah. local, pick up. Local s- Alaska you, up. you got it. Local
2: pickup. <laughs> and if you don't want to pick up, you know, maybe, maybe, got, I don't know, maybe you got a health issue or something. We'll ship it right to you or we can deliver it.
1: So if someone's listening and they want to sell something, what's the best way to get connected?
2: Uh, We have a sell with us form on our website, alaskapremiereauctions.com, or uh, give our company a call, 907-570-7050. Perfect. Excellent. Thank you, brother. Appreciate both your time, gentlemen. Until the next episode.
0: Until the next episode.
2: (laughs) Done deal.